Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Advocatus Intimitati podcast with your host, Matt Lore. This is episode 17, released on Friday, January 28, 2022. It's Data Protection Day, or Data Privacy Day here in the United States. I'd like to welcome you to this reboot and reimagining of this podcast. You may have noticed that the last episode was released way back in April of 2020. Those of you who followed my podcast back then know that I initially attempted to maintain a weekly release cadence, though it was a struggle. I then let the podcast language. I've meant for a long time to pick it back up, but wanted to reflect on how I could more regularly publish new episodes. I've decided one issue is that the high production quality I strive for was just too much for a one-person, part-time operation. So from now on, I'm going to take a light touch to editing and forgo the intro and outro music. I also have a new recording location, which may result in slightly worse sound quality. I also intend to take a bit more conversational approach to recording. It's my hope that this will allow me to bring you my thoughts on a more regular basis. A lot has happened since I spoke to you, though sadly the end of the pandemic is not one of them. But in the world of data protection, a seismic shock came 18 months ago with the SHREMS 2 decision. I'm not going to waste time rehashing the decision or how the CJEU completely missed the mark with its discussion of Executive Order 12333. Instead, I want to discuss an op-ed the IAPP Privacy Advisor published a couple days ago entitled Doing Business Across Borders, A Global Future or a Splintered Internet. In it, contributor Heather Fetterman speculates that the continuing fallout from the Shrimps 2 decision will lead to a splintering of the internet and reduce consumer choice, particularly in the EU. I unfortunately could not agree more. Now that the supervisory authorities have given up creating for a privacy shield replacement to be adopted just for the CJEU to knock it down again, they are pursuing enforcement with a fundamentalist zeal. The recent decision by the Austrian supervisory authority that Google Analytics essentially could not be used under the GDPR has already been copied by the Norwegians, and it looks like the Dutch aren't far behind. Meanwhile, an absolutely bonkers decision by the Wiesbaden Administrative Court ordered a university to stop using the cookie consent management platform CookieBot, which is offered by a Danish company, because CookieBot loads its JavaScript from a content distribution network operated by Akamai, an American company. Notably, in both instances, there was no finding of an actual transfer of data outside the EU, but rather the possibility it could occur, including in the case these American companies received a demand from U.S. authorities. Meanwhile, Germany seems content to replace its nuclear power plants with natural gas imported from Russia while living under America's nuclear umbrella. With friends like these... Seriously, though, it is becoming very hard to take the European Union seriously anymore on the issue of data protection. The necessity of the free flow of data to international trade was recognized decades ago in the General Agreement on Trade and Services, which sought to prohibit the use of data protection as a pretense for protectionism. Nevertheless, we see this relentless campaign in Europe against the use of services offered by U.S. tech companies, while what, if any, viable European alternatives exist remains unclear. Worse, the Europeans are pursuing a sort of regulatory imperialism, requiring changes to data protection laws in Japan and South Korea to be deigned adequate. Brazil more or less copy-pasted GDPR into their national law with the LGBT, and one lawmaker was inspired to introduce an amendment to require strict localization until the impracticability of that was impressed upon him. Meanwhile, China's personal information protection law imposes a very stringent data localization requirement, which we can be sure is motivated by the government's desire to safeguard the fundamental rights and freedoms of their citizens. 
Going beyond data transfers, the French CNIL recently introduced guidance on the use of personal data by processors for product improvement. The good news is that they concluded it was possible to do this lawfully. The bad news is that they concluded doing so requires the processor to act as controller. No longer is a general authorization and a data processing agreement sufficient. No, a processor must get specific express permission from the controller to use the data in a particular way. Then the processor and controller must provide notice to data subjects and honor data subject requests among the myriad other obligations of a controller. This upsets what had become standard practice and alters a commercial relationship between a service provider and their customers. Speaking of service provider, the California Consumer Privacy Act avoids this problem by explicitly authorizing service providers to use personal information processed on behalf of a business for product improvement and to detect fraud and abuse. Imagine that. One of the worst written privacy laws of all time anticipated and sensibly handled a problem that was left ambiguous under the GDPR more than five years after adoption. Well, that's all I have for today. What are your thoughts on these issues? What do you think of my new format? Please drop me a line at matt at and I'll talk to you again soon.